1: There's probably a,
2: a balance between, I believe you have to know Christ better. God he's in hell. He is. And someone knows this for sure. All of mankind is going to end up somewhere <laughs> <laughs> My
1: mission really is to just help people of faith, especially to re-examine this issue, to realize the church has got things wrong in the past. For those who are God's by faith and His Son. Right, 2 Corinthians 3 7. Victory in the name which is above every name.
0: There's no exception for rape or incest, Uh, it's an extreme (laughs) (laughs) law. Right now, bones, ligaments, tendons, in Jesus' name, get out here right now.
1: So put your trust in the Solomon Riften King. In this chemistry, right, but, right. but some are spewing distorted views of the Trinity. They're with the enemy, there, lots have been bought. Whether you like it or not, you will tie the get shot. No reverence from these reverence, only but there put Who claims they're here with the
0: Hey everybody, welcome to episode 28 of The Master's Dog. I am your host, The Evangelical Norm. The Master's Dog is a podcast where anytime uh, somebody, usually the Mormons, uh, twist up God's word, I respond to it. It started out as faith and beliefs refuted. The three Mormons, now known as Saints Unscripted, did started a portion of their podcast called faith and beliefs where they started with the articles of faith and went through them and i said as long as they do these videos i will respond to these videos so i do a response to every one of those that's where faith and beliefs refuted came from and then i decided anytime anybody starts to attack the word of god i'm going to respond um, if it's something that I think warrants a response, so you could say this is uh this is my episode my version of Radio free Geneva uh that dr. White does with uh the dividing line his is much better we'll just give him props for that so um and so with that today we are again looking at an episode of faith and beliefs from Saints unscripted and i I'm telling you i it feels to me like they are just they're they're dwindling down and I don't know that they really know of me too much or think about me very often but it feels like they're trying to come up with episodes that are less and less pertinent to anything just to see if I'll stop responding. I'm going to respond to every single one of them. Doesn't matter what it is, what they say um, and as you'll see today they (laughs) scrape in the bottom of the barrel. I mean I was almost to the point where I said, why bother? This is a pointless thing, but it's uh, something that they believe in. And so I'm sure we'll get a little uh, theology out of it ourselves. So with that being said, let's go ahead and pull up our friend David and let him tell us what Mormons believe about ghosts. And I guess
2: we need some. It's Halloween season.
1: This is Halloween. This is Halloween.
2: So in the spirit of Halloween, in this episode, we're going to talk about ghosts. 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 Ghouls. What Latter-day Saints believe about them, what they are, what they are not, and what they can and can't do. Let's do it.
0: Okay then, let's do it.
2: With the exception of the Holy Ghost, you probably won't hear many Latter-day Saints talking about ghosts at church. But you might hear us talking about spirits in a few different contexts. So what exactly is a spirit?
1: What we refer to as a focused, non-terminal repeating phantasm, or a class 5 full roaming vapor.
2: Well, some faiths believe that spirits are immaterial, meaning they are not composed of matter. Our scriptures teach quite the opposite. There's no such thing as immaterial matter. All spirit is matter, but it is more fine or pure and can only be discerned by purer eyes. We cannot see it, but when our bodies are purified, we shall see that it is all matter. So we believe there.
0: So this is, this is something that, that Kwaku loves to pick on um, about the whole immaterial thing. We do not believe that spirits are immaterial. They are something... They're not made out of the same matter that this earth is, that is on this planet, that is part of this realm. It is a spiritual realm, um, but we understand God is a spirit and he is not, he's not hindered by any kind of physicality. Now, granted, God is a completely different being than us. So uh, why I say this, Quaku likes to say that, that um, by stating that God is immaterial, that evangelical Christians or Christians in general mainstream Christians that God is just a concept and a thought and we might as well be atheists because immaterial means it's nothing no I would use the terminology other material spiritual material and then of course God is not I mean when you think of material you think of something that that limits I mean I'm limited by the material that I'm made with um, you know my desk is a material and it it, doesn't, it can't be everywhere God is everywhere at all times infinitely everywhere at all times so God is a completely different being than us that, that should be a no brainer but our spirits are something they're just not of the same you know, material uh, they're, they're there, they're something there Um, So, the fact that you state that we think they're immaterial, immaterial as far as earthly materials, uh, the physical realm, but they are made up of some sort of spiritual material because we know that they're there. So, that's kind of a misnomer on what to say other faiths belief, Um, just a thought.
2: There's actually substance to spirits, and they do have form. If you remember back from the video we did about the plan of salvation, we all existed in the pre-mortal life before we were born as spirits. Your spirit body looks similar to your physical body now. Here in mortal life, as Bruce R. McConkie put it, our spirit bodies are housed temporarily in mortal tabernacles, which is a fancy way of saying that right now, your spirit body is combined with a physical body. The scriptures teach that a spirit can survive just fine without a body, but a physical body cannot survive without a spirit within it. So when we die, our physical bodies go six feet under, but our spirits continue to live on in what we call the spirit world. Now, the spirit world isn't on another planet, it's still just this planet. We just can't see these spirits. They're everywhere, walking around like regular people. And this sort of segues into our next question what kinds of spirits are out there? I'm gonna separate them into two categories, pre-mortal and post-mortal. You used to be a pre-mortal spirit. Now you're a spirit combined with a body, and when you die, you'll be a post-mortal spirit. Everyone who has ever died is a post-mortal spirit, but remember back to what the Bible says happened after Christ's resurrection. And the graves were opened, and many bodies of the saints which slept arose, and came out of the graves after his resurrection, and went into the holy city, and appeared unto many. One day we will all be resurrected, but within the post-mortal spirit category, there are a select few spirits that have already been resurrected and combined with a physical body once again. This time, their body is immortal, perfected, and glorified like Christ's body at his resurrection. Fun fact, the angel Moroni, who visited the young Joseph Smith, was a resurrected being. Now, in the pre-mortal spirit category, you've also got two groups. First, you've got the premortal spirits who are still living with God, waiting to be born in a physical body. These spirits are not on earth among us. They're wherever God is. Can they see us? I I don't know.
0: Okay, Okay, so we have no scriptural support. This is all, again, the whole issue of premortal existence doesn't exist anywhere biblically. This is all fantasies of Joseph Smith and and his... uh, evolution of his faith as he changed the, the Mormon beliefs from the beginning when he started it and later on. There's zero evidence of any kind of pre-mortal existence. Um, the verses that are used biblically are twisted and, and turned. So um, whether or not, I mean, he gave a list of people who already have resurrected bodies. We know that Christ has a a glorified resurrected body. I don't know that any of these other guys that he mentioned actually have a resurrected body. Um, I would have to go back and, and look. I don't think so. I know that Moses and Elijah appeared and stood with, with Jesus and, and Peter and the other disciples saw him. Um, doesn't mean they have physical bodies. Um, the resurrection will happen when the resurrection happens, and all these people will be resurrected and and have the physical bodies at the same time that we have glorified bodies. But that's something again. I wasn't prepared for that list. Um, I would have to go back and look and see if any of these men have literally have been received their resurrected bodies. I don't think so. Um, it's appointed once for man to die and then judgment will and then the resurrection will happen but again god can do what god's going to do but there's no evidence for pre-existence uh whatsoever um yeah there's a little tangent
2: can they influence us i also don't know do they eat soup and go to the bathroom
0: excuse me
2: no the second group of pre-mortal spirits belongs to satan and his angels Like all of us, these spirits were present at the great pre-mortal council we talked about in the plan of salvation episode. God presented to us his plan of salvation. We'd go to earth, we'd struggle, we'd have to choose between good and evil, and hopefully we'd choose good. We'd choose God. Satan, then known as Lucifer, disagreed with some of the details of the plan. He rejected it, as did many other spirits who took Lucifer's side. Because of their rebellion, God banished them. He cast them out of his presence down to... You guessed it, earth. And here they are to this day, still rebelling against God's plan and tempting you and I at every turn, trying to get us to rebel against God as well. Listen up big guy, I got three good reasons why you should just walk away. And these are generally the spirits people are most interested in around Halloween time. These are the evil
1: spirits. Don't you make no dark spirits come out while I'm sitting, wait till I leave before the dark spirits come out. But that's,
2: that's all they are or ever will be, spirits. They will never have their own physical body, which they absolutely cannot stand. And this is why many of the sins they tempt you to commit have to do with misusing or degrading your body. But remember this, you are in charge. You are more powerful than any of them. And the only power they have over you is the power that you give them. Now, can you give them so much?
0: Okay, now that's a that's a bad statement. Um, we look in the, in the book of Acts and we see this the... Uh, The seven sons of Siva, who wanted to go and um, let me let me look it up. We'll read these verses rather than just try to uh, remember it off the top of my head. Do 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 do. All right. So Acts nineteen. Maybe. Internet chooses this time to be nice and slow, right? Do, 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 do. Okay. And God was doing extraordinary miracles by the hands of Paul, so that even handkerchiefs or aprons that had touched his skin were carried away to the sick, and their diseases left them, and the evil spirits came out of them. Then some of the itinerant Jewish exorcists undertook to involve the same, invoke the same name of the Lord Jesus over those who had evil spirits, saying, I adjure you by the Jesus who Paul proclaims. Seven sons of a Jewish high priest named Siva were doing this, but the evil spirits answered them, Jesus I know, and Paul I recognize, but who are you? And the man in whom the evil spirit... Was the evil spirits leaped on them, mastered all of them and overpowered them so that they fled out of that house naked and wounded. And this became known became known to all the residents of Ephesus. So we have this story of the seven sons of Siva. Um, By no means do I consider myself to be more powerful than demons. My Lord and my savior is more powerful than demons. He is the one that has authority. It is he is the one, he is the one who is more powerful, not me. I mean, we see what Satan was able to do with Job, and it was all with God's permission. There is a power there, and it's a power that I don't mess with. Uh I used to. Um once upon a time I was involved in a lot of, you know, uh deliverance ministry, um and so on. Do I believe that demons are real? Absolutely. Do I believe that they have power? Absolutely. Um, do I think they can mess with me? Sure. Do I think that greater is he who lives in me than he that is in the world? Absolutely. And it is through Christ. So, and and again, maybe, you know, maybe it's just semantics that, but it's a, it's a dangerous thing to say you're more powerful to, than them. Christ is more powerful than them. We're on different planes. And again, we are all different beings. We're not all the same spirit stuff. We weren't all these, these spirits in heaven and then the demons were cast out. No, the angels and the demons are different. And we were made just a little lower than them. Jesus, it says, he poured himself out and was made just a little lower than angels. We are on, on a hierarchical scale If you're going to do it, God angels us. We are a special creation and God has a love for us that that is different than the love he would have for the angels. Um, But we are not the same thing. Humans don't become angels when they die. That is not biblical. The angel Moroni was not a, a, if he were an angel, if he were an actual angel, then he was never a human these two do not go together and so this is this is a huge theological difference between Mormons and us um, because we angels don't become humans humans don't become angels we are not the same species we are not the same creatures we are completely different and God is absolutely bigger and different than all of that and so and he is other than what we are and so yeah
2: Continue. Much power that they can actually take possession of your body. Yes, that's possible. There is no Dana, only
1: soul. What a
0: lovely singing voice. Oh, that was the other point I wanted to make. He said, the only power they have is the power we give them. No, the only power they have is the power that God gives them. Example by Satan and Job. God allowed Satan to do the things that he did to Job, but he said, you can only go so far. You cannot take his life. So the only ability Satan had to do anything to job was based on what God allowed him to do so the only power they have over us is the power that God allows them to have not I, I have no excuse me I have no I'm no part in that it's all what God allows which you must have.
2: That's why we don't mess around with Ouija boards or do seances or dabble with any of that stuff. It's bad news. But if something bad should happen, using the power of the priesthood, or even sometimes just good old-fashioned prayer and faith, evil spirits can be cast out. When it comes to evil spirits, there's a lot we don't know. We don't have a ton of doctrine on them because we don't want to have anything to do with them. But we do know this. Where the Holy Ghost is, unholy ghosts don't want to be. So if you're worried about ghosts, the best thing you can do to protect yourself is to obey God's commandments to the best of your ability and create an environment where the Spirit of God can reside. Check out our website for more information on this subject. Let us know if you've got any All right,
0: so there's kind of a, a works-based something in there. If you're good, if you obey God's commandments, then, then He'll protect you from the bad spirits and stuff like that. Or you protect yourself from them and... God really doesn't have anything to do with it, apparently. So, there you go. What Mormons believe about ghosts. What do I, as a Christian, believe about ghosts. I believe that the majority of, I think there are ghosts out there. I think they're demonic apparitions. I think they are um, demons sent to deceive. And that's what I believe that they are. And I believe they're out there. And, again, I don't mess with them anymore i i feel like there's something demonic something happening i pray and i say the lord rebuke you which is biblical i just go to the lord i don't i don't rebuke them in jesus name under my power i just say the lord rebuke you you go to him jesus you take care of it that's my my uh my take on ghosts so there you have it uh, mm-hmm. hope this was helpful um, hope you enjoyed it and uh, try to catch up and, and stay up on my my podcast been a little bit behind so this was my response to faith and beliefs uh, what they believe about ghosts and as always preach the gospel at all times use words they're necessary until next time Soli Deo Gloria mm-hmm.